Welcome to What The Gap Podcast. Hosted by a modern day couple just, just trying to fill the gaps. Damn. Uh. Yeah. Uh. Are you listening? Welcome back to What The Gap Podcast, guys. You are joined by your hosts, AJ and Mackenzie. Do I not get to say my name this time? <laughs> oh, you can say it if you want. Kenzie. Kenzie. <laughs> Hello, darling. Get to the news. <laughs> <laughs> so this is part two of He Has A Lot Of Girlfriends. As we mentioned in the previous episode, this one got a little long, so we split it up. And this is the second half, so please enjoy. I think it was like my first week there. So this one girl who was like more my age took me under her wing and she was kind of like training me and teaching me the programs and the software and all this kind of stuff. And, you know, we got along. Like it was sort of the first day or two was kind of like testing to see, you know, like what each other were actually like and what Mm -hmm. our dynamic would be. Mm -hmm. And then once I got comfortable, I think it was like the second week and I wrote her a little note on like a little... um, you know the sticky pad things mm. and I was like good morning with like a big smiley face mm. and it was only a couple weeks later that she was like I was really weirded out by that note that you left on my desk like that second week and I was like hey what it was like I just said like hello she's like I just wasn't sure if you were flirting with me or mm-hmm. why okay. you left me a note AJ can I point out though yeah if you were coming up with another scenario where other people are a little bewildered by your actions it says that like there is something a bit you know different about your actions and something to look at and I'm not saying you need to change them completely but this is how you're coming across and not just to me but to multiple people and it's like it's nice I think that's a lovely thing to do if we lived in this world where everybody did that that would be great but you've got to understand that that's not the world we live in Hmm. And the reality is, is that if you write a note for a girl two weeks in knowing her, it's flirty as fuck. Mm. Like anybody else that would be like, what are you doing writing notes for a girl who's like, you know, your, I don't know, kind of boss. Like, honestly, like that's, it doesn't sound good on paper. No, it doesn't sound good on paper at all. It doesn't. And I totally understand knowing you, where it comes from. But again... You write notes for me, and I find that special, but it's like, oh, he does it for other people too? Suddenly it's like, oh, is it less special? I'm not saying that's an actual thing. I'm not getting at you for that. But I'm just saying, like, these are the questions it raises. Okay. It's kind of like, once again, why is he treating, you know, this group of people like his girlfriend? And I can totally understand where she was coming from. If a guy left me a note at work, I would totally see that as flirting as him trying to create closer connections, secret connections with me, a reason to chat, that yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, like that is kind of a reason to kind of see or analyze how your actions are coming across. No, but like to my point before about me sort of like saying it takes a bit longer to get to know me. Yeah. Like, you know, this was a couple of weeks after I left the note because, mm-hmm. you know, we didn't actually talk about it. And then it was a more social situation. Mm-hmm. And then she was like, yeah, I didn't get it at first. I thought it was a bit weird that you left me a note. Mm. But now I know you. I completely get it. Like, it's so you. Yeah. It's just who you are. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But the thing is, like, and I often tell you this about shyness, sometimes people don't get that chance to get to know you. 
and boom, that is their perspective of you. Mm. You know, you don't always get guaranteed a long time I know. for somebody to get to know you and totally understand the whys behind your actions. Mm. So that is sometimes why impressions matter. And if you are leaving that kind of impression, it can affect you, but it can also affect people around you, like myself. Yeah. Anyway, I'll move on to my next story. Okay. I think this is important. I'm glad we're having this discussion. And I'm not mad at you right now. I'm just like, I think it's just good to talk about. I think it's good for me to talk about as well. Because it's obviously like, at times I have cooped it up and just felt like... I couldn't or I shouldn't or whatever. So mm. it's it's just good to make sense of it. Okay. You know? So obviously there's a the whole thing of like, for me, I have to be okay with you messaging a lot of girls, mm-hmm. which is just like, this isn't a story. This is just a fact. Like if a girl's message is to come up on your phone, which I don't even look at, I can't even recall a single person. But like, if that was to happen, I just, I couldn't look into it. Or I, you know, I would tell myself that obviously. Mm. But... I don't know, it does leave that room to be blindsided. Like, you never know. Yeah. You know, and obviously I trust you, absolutely. Yeah. But, like, it's just something you have to be okay with. If your partner has a lot of girlfriends or has a lot of guy friends, it's just something you have to accept. You can't be like, oh, who's that girl? Because it's like, oh, well, I might just be a friend and you're not going to have that argument every time. Mm-hmm. Or, like, why are you messaging this person so much? That has to be okay because that's their friend, just like a guy friend. But at the same time... That can be hard because obviously we're still trying to protect ourselves in relationships. So you never know what the line is in terms of when I should be okay with something and when I should start to protect myself. And you honestly just have to rely on trust for that, you know? And that's why, like, I would never bring that up because I just rely on trust. And I haven't had reason to believe that's broken yet. So, like, I will just trust till the end of time. Yeah, of course. You know, but at the same time, that's still difficult. Yeah. And then there was another girl. So how do I start this one? Basically, my first introduction with this girl was when I went into your workplace. It was actually our old workplace. I no longer worked there anymore. So I'd moved on and I went into my old workplace. So obviously a lot of people I knew still worked there. This was the cafe that me and AJ worked at. Mm-hmm. And I went in there and everybody knew I was your girlfriend. But this girl very clearly wanted to ignore me mm-hmm. and just did not acknowledge me at all. And it was funny because it was like everybody else there would acknowledge me as like, oh, your girlfriend, like she'd get a free coffee or something like that. Mm-hmm. But this girl just absolutely snobbed me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, that's interesting. Like, I wonder why she was so cold. Also, again, something you can tell from girls. Like, straight away, this girl was just absolutely cold. And I could see with how she was interacting with other people that that wasn't her nature. So I was like, right, so she's purposely given me a cold vibe here. Mm -hmm. I wonder why that is. Mm -hmm. And who am I to her? Why would you give me a cold vibe? Mm. Then the next interaction with her was we were at a kind of festival thing. Oh, yeah. And we were all drinking. This was like a a wine festival. Yeah. And we were with a group of friends. And she, I think you spotted her in the crowd and you called out her name and were like, hey, what are you doing here? 
Yeah. And she literally, I was actually sitting behind you. We were sitting on the grass. I was sitting behind you and you were like in my lap. Yeah. And she came running over to you and literally threw herself on you. And I was behind you. Yeah. So once again, she absolutely ignored my existence. Yeah. And just threw herself at you, which like, I just don't understand that. I would never even do that to a guy friend. But anyway. Yeah. Maybe she was drunk or something. Yeah. And anyway, she stood up and she started talking to you. And once again, she never once caught eye contact with me, acknowledged me, nothing. She absolutely acted like I was a ghost behind you. Mm-hmm. And she talked to you for a bit. And then she eventually said, like, oh, I'll take a photo of you both. And yeah. very condescendingly said, yeah. oh, how cute. Yeah. Like, oh, this won't last yeah. because I'll get him or something like that. It was a very, just very malicious. Yeah, that was a weird situation. I, I felt weird uh-huh. in this. It was very odd. And even my friends said that after. Like yeah. they had distaste in their mouth for her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, did you read what I just did or am I getting like overconscious here? Yeah. And they were like, no, absolutely. That was so inappropriate. Yeah. And like I remember she took this photo and I just barely smiled because I was like, this girl yeah, yeah, is no, just like I don't know what she's what's wrong but like she has ulterior motives here and anyway the weird thing about it was she was with her boyfriend he was there Mm. right there and you also need to note that she was like plastered drunk Mm. she was absolutely because we weren't really drinking that much Mm. how do you know that she couldn't even stand properly I didn't see that she was smashed okay absolutely smashed Mm. like any like if she'd had another drink she would probably have vomited on me okay so she was at that point no i didn't see that and also like i wouldn't have been able to gauge that because i didn't know her well enough okay yeah anyway so obviously there was that there and what were the other kind of signals i don't know i just i could gauge or just from a girl's perspective i was like the only reason she could be so cold to me and ignoring me every time and there were future times when i went into the cafe and she would just absolutely do the same thing mm. and yeah i just got this feeling that it must be to do with you because mm. that's all she knows about me is my relation to you so mm. she must dislike that and so i did get a bit like no, i know you do insecure yeah. about that or just weirded out by that yeah Um, and I also felt particularly weird about it because she was, I don't want to say this, but almost a similar vibe to me, like very confident, charismatic, smiley, charming, cheeky, same sort of personality. And that worried me because I was like, fuck, have I made a mistake here? Like not doubting you, Mm. but could this be that episode where AJ falls for every girl who walks in the cafe who's confident, smiley, charismatic, mm-hmm. and maybe I'm not special. Mm-hmm. And that made me worry. Yeah. Because she did have that way about her. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go again. Episode two. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So basically, there were a few yeah, incidents like that. And then, whilst, yeah, I would never and have never had reason to check your phone before, yeah. and I didn't even check your phone. There was one time where we just started living together yeah. and your phone buzzed and there was a Snapchat and that was her name. And at that point, I was already feeling really like yeah. worried about it or not worried, but yeah. just not not happy about it, to be honest. Yeah. And 
yeah, I brought it up with you because I was like, so you know I don't feel good about this girl because we talked about it. Yeah. And how I felt really uncomfortable and, and how she made I, me feel. I had seen how she'd been with you as well. Yeah. So I... You knew I by that stage. Really, yeah. And then I was like, and they're on fucking Snapchat together. And like mm-hmm. everybody knows that Snapchat is like almost the the suspicious app. The app you use if you don't want it to be followed or traced. Mm. The app you use to send images that you don't want it to be seen or traced ever again. Mm. It's like the app you use just to start a flirty conversation that shouldn't really be had, Mm. you know? And it's just, yeah, it's that suspicious, like, contact. Like, if somebody asks for your Snapchat first as opposed to your mobile number or something, it's always like, hmm, okay. I never thought about it like that. It is, from a girl's perspective. It's like, right, so, you know, you want to... Especially because guys are like that. Like, not all guys, but a lot of guys are like that. Like, I want your Snapchat because, like, you know, who knows? I might be talking to three girls, but, like, you won't know. Nobody can trace this or whatever. So, yeah, that made me... I know. ...quite self-conscious. Yeah. Do you want to comment? I'm very upset about that. ...on that? I honestly can't... I don't know why she was like that. Mm-hmm. Like I honestly have no idea, because yeah, I, like I only worked there because I came back. I did this little small stint. I was there for three weeks, mm. and you know we did work together basically every day. Mm-hmm. But I don't really know. It was just working because I, you know, I knew it, so I was just working. And yeah, we, you have to interact. You have to talk. Of course, of course. So I was just doing that. I, like I don't know why she really didn't like you. AJ, don't be silly. Like, of course you know why. I know why. Why? Because I was the girlfriend on the scene. And, like, of course, as soon as, like, I was in the cafe, like, suddenly you're like, ah, she's here. Like, if you like someone... Yeah, but she had a boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah, but... Oh, come on. Like, we were both young. I knew how I felt about my other boyfriends. Not that I would ever do anything like cheat, but I didn't take them seriously. Oh, okay. Prior to you. Okay. Or like, I mean, there were a couple, but you can't really give people the benefit of the doubt that just because they have a boyfriend at nineteen twenty that they think they're secure. Okay. I understand. I understand. Especially if she was going around still being, like, flirty, cheeky, etc. Mm. Yeah. I just... No, I'm really sorry that you felt like that. I, I honestly don't know why she... She was like that. I know, but it's not her that I'm that worried about or that I was even that worried about. I guess why I brought it up with you was because you knew how I felt about the situation and you knew at that stage what she was like about the situation. Mm. So then I was like, why are you still choosing to Snapchat her? Like now you know she's got some motives here. Mm. This is no longer just a, you know, clean Snapchat. And, I mean, you told me, I, I didn't see it or anything, but, like, you told me that it was just one of those stupid group Snapchats or something. And, like, that's fine. I trust you with that. But, again, I just, I still don't think your actions were really right there. Because, Very cool. once again, I think you thought about how you saw the situation. Mm-hmm. And you had clear reason to believe that that was not how she saw it. Mm-hmm. But you still kept acting normal. Yeah. Which is almost like facilitating something to happen. And I asked you, I remember asking you, 
can you 100% tell me that anything you've ever said to each other has never crossed the line between potentially flirty? And you said, I can't answer that. Like, I can't say a straight yes to that. And I get that because, like, we all maybe come across a bit cheeky sometimes in our well, interactions. we're both like that. I know we're both like that, AJ. But I also know that I would never facilitate if I knew that somebody was liking me or if I knew that somebody had ulterior motives. Well, I can honestly say that I didn't think about that being like, she's got ulterior motives because I knew what her situation was. Yeah, I know. So but I you're looking like, at it. that's what she's like. I do, but you're looking at it from your perspective once again. Like, yeah. oh, you know, when I'm in a relationship, I'm like this. Mm. I respect my partner. You can't give everybody that credit. No, 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 no. And assume that they interact in the same sort of way. Yeah, that's cool. And like, again, I'm not mad at you about that, but I just, I do want you to realize how, yeah, it's not always your motives or your actions that are most worrying or even where your actions come from. Mm. It's how that might impact somebody else or even complement somebody else's actions, motives, perspective. Yeah. And in that case, it was totally giving her all the ticks she needed that this Mm -hmm. guy might be interested in having a little flirtation with me as well on the side. And I was not okay with, obviously, that happening. Mm -hmm. And you even giving across the image that that was okay to happen because that makes me look stupid. Okay. Every time I walk into that cafe. If she thinks that she's like got something on me and that she was totally that type of girl who was like, little do you know I flirt with your boyfriend every day and he gives me something back. Uh Do you understand how that makes me feel? Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Okay. I understand. We can move on from that one. (laughs) Uh, The next one was, I just want to touch on this briefly. You went away to a wedding. Okay. People were paired in cabins. Couples paired together. This was quite early on in our relationship. Not early, but not to the point where we were going to weddings together and things. And it was a little bit far away from where we were and I had to work and things like that. Mm -hmm. So everyone was paired in cabins. You being single were paired with somebody else who was single, a girl. In this intimate cabin setting. Okay, okay, okay. No, 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 no. That's misunderstanding there. What? And I think you completely misunderstood... When I told you, because you're like, oh my God, you just spent like four days in a cabin with a girl. It was not like that. Mm -hmm. So the girl who was getting married had been my best friend since I was like 13. Okay. So she was like my original best girlfriend. Anyway, she had booked this, like this place Mm. and there was like huts and cabins and things all dispersed through this farm, basically. Mm -hmm. And all of the nights... She had booked the whole place out, mm-hmm. apart from the very last night, because most people went home on after the wedding, mm-hmm. but a lot of people, me included, stayed for the last day to help, you know, pack up, and if there's anything else they needed, okay. and that's when our flights were going. Yeah. And so it was only for the last night where, because she couldn't afford to, you know, book out the whole farm, so mm-hmm. she only booked out a set amount of little cabins. Mm-hmm. And so it was just for the one night. Okay. That's fine. Yeah. And I'm also like, that's fine. But I just, I want you to know that firstly, you need to notice how all of these situations need context. Yes. All of them need context. And you know why that is? Because they sound so bad on paper. Of course. (laughs) (laughs) And that's fine because I know you and everything. But once again, 
How does it look? Things like that. Yeah. Like everybody has to dig deep and then it turns out, oh, it's actually fine. Yeah. But you have to do that digging. And sometimes that's an issue. If you can't see it surface level. No, I know. That things have good motives and all that. Like, again, people don't always do the digging. Mm-hmm. And it sometimes sucks as a girlfriend to have to do the digging. I know. Not nice. Especially... When you were showing me photos and you were explaining how the wedding went down, because I hadn't asked about how the setup was, yeah. so you were explaining how the wedding went down, and then I noticed that you kept avoiding my question when I said, so who were you in a cabin with? And you kept going, oh, we were all just dispersed in these different cabins, and, and you kept avoiding it, and kept avoiding it. And I was like, AJ, and the only reason I asked once again is because why would I ask? Like, why would I ask again if you answered the question? Uh-huh. But you were avoiding it. And I was like, <sighs> like, this is just classic suspicious behavior. Why uh-huh. are you acting suspicious? So <laughs> I asked you, AJ, answer me. Who were you with? Why are you hiding the answer to that question? Yeah. And you go, oh, like, I was just paired with, like, another girl who was, you know, didn't have anyone down there. And I was mm-hmm. like, right. So why would you hide the information that you were just paired with another girl if that was absolutely fine, nothing between you. Like, I could see no reason why you would hide that information. Okay. And I think, correct me if I'm wrong, you hid it because on second thought you realized you probably should have told me. Yeah, and you get bloody mad at me. (laughs) Yeah, but why would I get mad at you? Because I have every right as a girlfriend to get mad at you if you don't tell me you're sleeping in a cabin with a girl. And it's like, the actual fact of the matter is, you've just been put in this cabin together. And if you just told me, I'd be like, oh, okay, have fun. Whatever. Like, I trust you. I don't, I think you love me. I don't think you'd do anything to me. Like, that's absolutely fine. But the fact of the matter is, you go ahead and you hide or you don't want to tell me, like it's suspicious information. Okay. That is just the worst thing you can do. Yeah. Because when you do that, you're giving me reason to be suspicious. And here I am, like, trust him, trust him, trust him, trust him. And then you go ahead and do the one thing that no girl ever wants you to do. And you try to hide something that isn't even reality. Mm -hmm. Like, what are you hiding? Don't ever, like, this is just a note. Don't ever firstly lie to me or lie to me to protect me because you think I'm going to get mad. Because I'll tell you now, I will get madder (laughs) Way more mad if I find out the information later, which I always do. Oh, yeah. I always do. Yeah. So that is also a lesson that you needed to learn in a relationship that maybe you would have just gone down to this wedding and who would you have to tell if you weren't in a relationship? Well, that's the thing. It's just like going to the first time. Yeah, AJ. I know that. I know that. But (laughs) some of these things, I'm just like, bloody hell, like... A girl would so know to say that. I would never go and stay in a cabin with a guy and not tell you that. I'd purposely bring it up so you felt okay with it. It's like when I met up with my ex-boyfriend for my sister's benefit because he was in a similar field. And I told you, hey, I'm in New Zealand and I'm going on this coffee date for Mm -hmm. my sister's benefit. Mm -hmm. Like I'm telling you, I don't need to tell you. I I could just have this coffee date. And the thing is... That's when I told you, I was like, you know what you'd do in this situation? You would have had the coffee date and not told me to protect me. Yeah. And that's when you think that's a way of like maintaining my trust. But actually that's when you shake it the most. 
You should yeah. always just be transparent. I know, Bobo. So that was another kind of lesson of like, you know, there's just little details sometimes that you just say. And it's not because you're coming from a place of, oh, something might happen with this girl. It's literally just, you just say those details out of kindness and respect to your partner. But yeah, like at the same time, I get the reason you didn't see it as a big deal was because you're so used to being in situations like that with girls and not seeing it as sexual or intimate. Well, and also, like, these are my friends from high school. I've known my whole life. I know that, but do I know that? I know. Well, you knew that that was the group going down there. Yeah, but AJ, I'm I'm taking your word for everything. Yeah. And... That is, you've got to realize that is so much trust you have to have. Yeah, yeah. And at some point, like, a normal human being is going to go, hold on, like, I'm taking this word for all of this. Is there any point I, I question it and I just, like, look out for myself here? And then, yo, I do question it and you lie? Like, it's not stacking up in your favor. Okay. <laughs> okay? I don't like this conversation. You don't like this conversation because it's reiterating, like, (laughs) where in the past you did go a little bit wrong. And I know, each time you made it very clear Mm -hmm. that was wrong. Mm -hmm. Okay, the last thing, or more relevant story that I wanted to share was just you talking about a best friend at work who you have in Melbourne at the moment. Mm -hmm. And I've heard about her, I've even, I've met her once. And it sounds like you have like a lovely relationship and whatnot. But I just wanted to talk about, which I told you the other night was, you know, there is kind of this, I don't know how you describe it, almost a warning or something that a lot of people know. It's like a common (laughs) warning bell or alarm bells that your partner shouldn't be making new best friends that are of the opposite sex once you're in a solid relationship. A lot of people would agree that when you're in a relationship with someone, Mm. your partner should not be making new relationships that are strong or to that extent of strength with someone of the other sex. Because like, why are you creating those relationships when you should have that best friendship and more with your partner? Like that should suffice. And now I don't really believe that. In the past, I might have almost understood that like why are you seeking best friendship in a female when essentially you should have that you know at home but at the same time I think it also gives too much attention to like female and male like at the end of the day we're all just people and you can have a great friendship with a male or a female Mm -hmm. just because you like that person I don't know I don't discredit the fact that you might have a different connection with her than with me And like, that's absolutely fine. And that might be what brings your friendship together. Again, I would never expect you to look at me and go, well, why are you befriending that guy? Don't you get it from me? And I'm like, well, maybe he has a different humor from you and we get along in that way or whatever. Mm -hmm. But I think a lot of people think that you shouldn't have that depth of relationship or friendship with another woman or another guy because you should be getting that from your partner. And if you're seeking something else elsewhere in the opposite sex, it's concerning okay yeah again i don't think that's the case with you obviously you've just turned around and said you don't believe that's the case at all no why because like you just said we're all people if mm-hmm. you get along with someone why can't you be friends with them why can't you create a new relationship no no i understand yeah but 
I think you also have to understand where that idea comes from. Do you get that? Like, do you get why people would be like, it's potentially warning bells if somebody is creating a really strong and deep friendship with somebody of the other sex? Because let's be honest, we are all human. Mm -hmm. And a lot of those times, strong friendships edge across to something else if you're single. Or even if you're in a relationship, in some cases. Okay. And the stronger your friendship, often, the more we question whether we should go there. Do you know what I mean? Like if you were single and you had a really strong friendship with someone who was of the opposite sex, there will always be at some point where you question, could this person be more than a friend? We all do that. We all do that. At some point you say yes or no in your head. And so I think that is why people have that kind of concern because they're like, at some point you considered that person, I guess, I don't know. In an affectionate way, maybe. Or like that question went through your head, whether you were like, oh, could they be more than a friend? I don't know. So where are you going with this? I'm not going anywhere with it. Oh, okay. I just wanted to point out that that is another hard thing. So that's a difficult thing to deal with. Yeah, it it is. It is, especially with that idea being so present. Yeah. That somebody shouldn't be creating that depth of friendship, a new friendship while you're in a relationship with a female. It's like, once again, I don't know if you would worry if I created a really best friend since coming here in Melbourne. That was a guy. Yeah. Yeah. And we'd been in our relationship this entire time and it was a completely new friendship because it's different with old ones. Like you have past memories, you've built it and, you know, I can explain to you, oh, we've been friends for this long or da, da, da. Yeah. But it's like, I've now created this connection with you. But it's like, oh, I'm still looking for connections and other guys. It's like, you might be like, what are you talking to him about? Yeah. Are you choosing to talk to him over me Mm. about, you know, certain things you would discuss with me usually? Mm -hmm. Like, you know, there are things. And like, I'm not worried about that. Once again, that's never even gone through my mind with you and this girl. Mm. I understand that you probably talk about work stuff and... You know, you're each other's work support well, for the most yeah. part. Yeah. Like, I respect that. And I also, I can't be the same work support that she can be. No. And I'm okay with that. But at the same time, I think it's just human to also just have your little, your lights on about that kind I, of stuff. Yeah, I completely understand, Lola. I completely understand where you're coming from. Okay. And I don't know, like, I guess... It wasn't my intention to become really good friends with someone that I worked with, Mm. you know, coming here. Like, we both didn't really know that many people. Mm -hmm. You've formed quite a strong little circle around you. Mm -hmm. I've got a few people that I know from previous lives, almost, Mm -hmm. and times that I've met and work and things. Mm -hmm. But I haven't really had a chance to... You know, like create any like new friends or bros or anything like that. And Mm. I've just been fortunate that in the position I'm in, I have been around people that are of a similar age to me, of a similar vibe to me Mm. in some ways that I do get along with. Yeah. And so these are the people that I'm around. I I get it. I get it. It wouldn't matter if it was a girl or a guy to you. I get it. I understand that. It's more just, I don't know. It's just like... But I know I there fully you go. You understand. just have to think about these things. I you fully just do. understand coming from that perspective mm-hmm. why you think like that. I, I think 100%. I would be I would be a bit stupid and naive if I never even looked at that. 
and I was just like oh he's created a really strong connection with a girl whatever mm-hmm. again it would be lovely if I could think like that but the thing is that could be an okay way to think with you but then with another guy that would lead me to get absolutely broken and destroyed do you know what I mean yes no I know so yeah. you kind of have to have a level of guard about you yeah 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 Yeah. I get it it. okay and um I don't know I'm I'm really sorry that I'm like this I don't think you You have to be sorry because I think it's it's a lovely trait about you but I think the whole point of having this conversation is understanding that sometimes that lovely trait is hard for somebody else yeah you know and yeah I've just written down a few kind of sum up notes that I wanted to say to you but also to kind of sum it up for the listeners. Yeah. In terms of having a partner who has a lot of girl or guy friends, I would say like the key theme or the key lesson we've come to here is that trust is everything. Mm -hmm. So if you break that trust or if you even near break that trust or if you lie or if you're suspicious, Mm -hmm. then like that is really, really hard for your partner to Mm -hmm. move on or to trust you again. Because, you know, like, as I said, the whole time I'm relying on myself saying, trust him, I know AJ, I know AJ. The moment that that sentence, I can't say that to myself confidently, is the moment where, you know, this starts to matter so much more. Yeah. So, like, trust is everything. And in that way, communication is everything. Yeah. Because if you are to have all these friends, that's amazing. Mm-hmm. But you have to communicate. That's just part of it. Okay. And I am, I'm going to apologize to you that I don't communicate enough. Okay. Because, like, you just saying all that, that I would say is one of the main reasons why my first relationship didn't work. Okay. Because I had my close girl circle mm-hmm. and my ex-girlfriend... Mm-hmm. could not stand it right she hated it but these were my friends why should like guy or girl these are my friends these are the people I enjoyed mm-hmm. spending time with doing stuff with mm-hmm. I wasn't crossing any kind of line with them mm-hmm. even back then in college when relationships aren't you know as serious or whatever mm-hmm. it's something that's always quite frustrated me as well mm-hmm Okay. you can't have that no but I like, think that's when so... you need to yeah that goes on to my next point okay firstly another moral of this story is sometimes you need to draw a line sometimes you need to draw a more evident line than maybe a more was normal line. for you a more evident line yes yes so, okay I agree with that I agree and with that. I don't think at all that somebody should expect you to ditch friendships or whatever I think that's a toxic person if they're yeah, expecting you to be like that and I also think they all. should give you the time of day to understand like who you are and things like that yeah. but I also think it is important if you respect that person and their emotions and their emotional stability in the relationship that you draw that line yeah. because you are putting so much expectation and pressure if you expect somebody to be absolutely dilly dally about every move you do it's not fair so you do have to be more evident just to be respectful to your partner. And I've also written here that it's okay to have friends of the opposite sex, 
but it's important to acknowledge your partner's feelings about it. So with me and you, like, I think the reason we can have this conversation and not fight about it mm-hmm. and it actually gets somewhere positive and I feel okay about it is because you don't turn around most of the time and go, why do you have those feelings? Those feelings are irrelevant. They're invalid. Yeah. You'll tell me like, it's not the situation, but I understand. Yeah. And that's so important. You need to validate your partner's feelings. You need to say, they're fair to have them. It's okay to have those feelings. You're not psycho. They come from a fair place. And hey, I'm here to tell you and promise you and show you that mm. that place is not accurate. And those feelings, those worries or concerns you have, they're not accurate. But I understand why you're having them. Yeah. That's so important. Okay. And Baba, I do. I understand. Yeah. It's like, it's... I think there's I can, I, that's a human desire. We want to feel understood and we don't want to be mocked. We don't want to be ridiculed. And I think that is why a lot of us girls, I'm sure guys as well, wouldn't come out and say. And that, again, is the worst thing we could do is not communicate because we're festering it up, festering it up. Yeah, we're getting emotional and we're not, you know, we're not even encouraging our partner to make positive change because we're not sharing it. So to make your partner feel understood, just that applies to everything. Like don't mock, don't ridicule, don't like take the value away from your partner's emotions because they're feeling those. Yeah. No matter how, even if you can't really understand them, like you need to try. Because like when your emotions are off, the whole fucking house is out of whack. So (laughs) it goes for everything, 100%. It does. And like it's always helped me so much when you've actually taken the time to step back and go, you know, like, I really understand where you're coming from. Like, I might not agree with every part, but, like, I understand. And, like, I don't know. I hope I do the same for you. And You're much better at it than me. Let's just say that. What do you mean? Like, at actually expressing those kind of things if situations or things like, like communicating. that communicating, yeah. Yes. Well, I think I know that, like, as soon as I communicate, I feel better as well. Yeah. Because I'm like, it's off my chest. He knows now. And I think sometimes this is a negative trait of mine because I do just tell you something that's wrong ASAP and I can seem real picky and all this kind of stuff. But in my head, it's my way of not letting it fester. And it's my way of like letting you know. And as soon as you know, you can either give me your opinion on it Mm -hmm. or you can be like, okay, and work towards changing it. Like whatever needs to happen. Yeah. And so like, I totally know I can come across as yeah picky sometimes but I don't know. In my head, sometimes it's like me communicating ASAP so that it doesn't build up and become a real source of anger for me or something. Yeah. And that works to my favor sometimes, does in other times. Well, I just wanted to say it's something that you discussed in the last podcast about assuming the worst. Yeah, I know. I don't do that with your relationship with your girlfriends. No, no, no. Okay. No, you don't do that. I never, I never, you- ever questioned a thing until a few things started to happen you must give it that and that's why it took quite a while into our relationship for it to come up because I just I was always like you know he's like my brother he has a lot of girlfriends that's fine and then it was like right 
I'm feeling like this guy doesn't have a line. Like, I feel like he's forgotten that and I do feel like it needs to be said. And that was when I was like, I don't feel like I'm going to feel comfortable until I say something. But I I would 100% agree that I had very much forgotten that because I had never had to think about it for so long. Mm -hmm. So last but not least, I guess, if you're out there and you are a girl or a guy who's feeling kind of conscious of your partner's actions in this way i would say don't be afraid to bring it up with them i would also i know it is i know it is and that's what i'm saying i would warn that they may be defensive first but i would bring it up to them in a real reasonable manner don't accuse but just bring it up just ask just be like you know this girl like I trust you and everything, but like, I just want you to know how I feel about it. Like, I'm a little bit concerned, even if, say, you've had past experience with somebody who's, you know, fucked you over or something. Like, just make them understand, help them to understand where you're coming from, and give them time to explain their side. And then, you know, maybe come to some sort of agreement as to how you could make it more comfortable for you both. So, we agreed that, you know, maybe there should be a more evident line of how you treat me and how you treat your girlfriends, Yeah, you know? And like, that made me feel better. I was like, you know what? Like, well, I don't want you. Yeah, no, I know that. Okay. I was like, I don't want you to turn around and go, right. I can't be affectionate towards my friends. Like, cause you said that at first, you're like, right. I'll never hug a friend or whatever because you were defensive in that time. Yeah. But I was like, that is the last thing I want you to do. I don't want you to change your relationships. I would feel like the worst girlfriend in the world if I impacted those relationships you had prior to me. So I was like, don't go do that, but just please consider me in these situations. Like if Mackenzie saw this right now, or if Mackenzie was standing right there, because I won't always be. And if I was there, how would I feel about it? And because you know me, you know I'm a reasonable person about this stuff. There are a lot of times where, you know, it's like, nah, she would be fine about that. Yeah. But, you know, there might be other times where it's like, mm, am I crossing the line? Yeah. And if you have to question that, you probably are. <laughs> you know what? Like, you probably are. And yeah. you probably should just rein it back. Because at the end of the day, what are you going to lose from reining it back? But you could lose a lot from just acting without consideration for anyone. Amen. All right. That's the end of that episode. Thank you so, so much for listening, guys. I hope it was valuable insight. It was quite personal, so... Very yeah, personal. Very personal. Oh. I know. Yeah. <laughs> it was... Yeah, it was deep. But we're here for you guys, and we're here to give this kind of conversation that not everyone is having. So I do really hope it is appreciated. I know it is appreciated because of your feedback. So thank you so much for listening, and don't forget to like and subscribe. Uh, leave a rating, leave a review. We really love reading those and it makes all our time and effort and our vulnerability just really worthwhile. Yeah. And can I just take a minute to um, say thank you to like everyone who messaged me or uh, commented or sent me a DM about the last few podcasts about body image um, and reached out and just started a conversation yeah. It was overwhelming and so nice. So, so nice. People messaged me about it too. And yeah, exactly. Both like of lovely us. Lovely things. And yeah. It's so, unex- it's so unexpected still. It's like, 
we put this all out and then we don't realize it. Well, oh, nobody's listening, you know, like, and then, <laughs> and then the most random people will message you and you're like, oh my God, you listened. And then mm. they'll say like, dude, like I understood every word you said. Like, I feel, I feel everything. Like, all those situations, I've been in them. Mm. You instantly have that connection and you're just like, dude, like I'm here for you, whatever you need. Like, just talk to me. Yeah. Like we have this now. But we haven't actually spoken in 10 years, you know? <laughs> no. It's just so buzzy how it works. Yeah. But absolutely. Like, I love this platform for how it connects us with others. That is what I feel is leaving other social media platforms, like that true connection. But I feel like podcasts are different. Like, people actually reach out and they actually take action and yeah. interact after listening. Yeah. And it's just, it's so nice. And it's because it is so intimate. Isn't it? Yeah, it can be. Anyway, yeah. Thank you for listening. Yeah, we'll thank you so much, guys. Talk to you guys next week. Thank you so much. All right. See ya. Bye. Are you listening? Damn.